0: This episode of Internet Today is sponsored by Backbone.
1: The man who bears a lot of the responsibility of the current state of the world appeared on Joe Rogan's podcast last week to do what was essentially an uninterrupted public relations speech that attempted to reframe the public perception of both Meta and Zuckerberg himself, who made sure to mention that he is no longer the basement dwelling nerd who invented the platform, nor is he the timid yet unapologetic ruler of the internet's public square. No. He'll kick your ass. Yeah, he will beat your ass. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, he is an alpha male. He's got that fight in him. He also has the ideal male body, and you may not like it, but this is what peak performance looks like. He's hitting the gym, he's training in mixed martial arts, and he is going to kick you and your dad's ass. Also, Meta is in the business of making dreams come true, bringing people together and creating new experiences that will usher us into a utopian future. A surgeon will be able to practice as many times as needed in the metaverse before laying her hands on a real patient. Everything is fine.
0: I can't wait. So before we get into big, sexy Mark Zuckerberg's intense physical training regimen, let's talk about the PR talking points that he was able to broadcast regarding the extremely negative public perception of his company, Meta. Uh, Here's the San Francisco Chronicle. During the three-hour conversation, Zuckerberg deftly evaded inconvenient facts, shifted blame, and avoided contentious issues related to meta and big tech. Throughout the interview, Zuckerberg attempted to conceal the financial motives driving the multi-billion dollar company by claiming meta is instead driven by a desire to empower people to express themselves and achieve their goals. Echoing the common Silicon Valley belief in technology as the means of achieving a perfect society, Zuckerberg said he thought that life would improve thanks to the immersive technology and virtual world that Meta is developing. Well, they've ruined
1: the world once already. They might as well ruin the virtual Here's world. Here's a new
0: world for us to ruin.
1: What, literally, him. If this is him saying, what could go wrong? Don't worry, everything's under control. Now, of course, there was a big focus on the metaverse because that's what Zuckerberg seems to think is the future of social interaction, travel, work, and pretty much anything else you'll ever need. He mentioned that the next evolution in the company's line of VR headsets will be released in October, one he says will have a bigger emphasis on facial tracking so people will know when you smile or frown. That's good. Quote, there's more nonverbal communication when people are with each other than verbal communication, Zuckerberg told Rogan. When you're on a video call, you don't actually feel like you're there with the person. To me, what virtual reality unlocks is that it really convinces your brain that you're there. And this uh, assumes that people want to talk to avatars of their friends and families instead of actual video of them in the first place. Uh, But hey, new headset, that's good. The problem that he specifically talks about could be solved by not positioning the camera where it is. Yeah, um, he's like, I can't look people in the eyes while also looking at a camera. So why not? Why not just make it a cartoonish avatar that can smile or frown?
0: When are we gonna hear about like the first breakup happening in the metaverse? That
1: that has to have already happened. Babe, like,
0: babe, jump on Horizon Worlds. So we we gotta talk. <laughs> it's serious. No, I'm not smiling. It's the trackers. They're you know, it's in beta, but I'm, I'm actually very sad.
1: Yes. Do you think that in this world, uh, you can choose to go to a more public space so that uh, the girlfriend or the boyfriend doesn't freak out during the breakup? Like I would hope so. Yeah, we're going to the uh, Facebook coffee shop yeah. so that you can't cause a scene. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sure that'll happen if it hasn't already ha- happened in VR chat, because Again, everything that Facebook is trying to do, sorry, Meta is trying to do, has already been done in a a more-
0: None of this is new.
1: uh, Well-executed way. And um, yeah, there is, of course, a little bit of irony uh, with all of his statements here because despite wanting to develop an entire virtual world for his billions of users to live, work, and play in, later in the interview, he remarks on how, how lazy people have become because of technology, while also hitting a specific buzzword
0: that he knew would just drive Rogan's audience nuts. Yeah, so Zuckerberg said that personally he doesn't watch TV except for UFC bouts because he considers the medium to be overly passive as compared with social media. Quote, you're just sitting around in this beta state consuming stuff, he said. What the fuck do you think the internet is, Mark? Yeah, sitting
1: around doing things in your own free time is beta activity. Yeah, I mean, he
0: might as well have just called everyone cucks.
1: Yeah, I I think that was pretty close to the Look at all these losers sitting around
0: watching TV. While you studied the sitcom, Mark Zuckerberg studied the blade. Yeah. Uh, He doesn't even need a blade. His his hands are registered weapons. He still
1: has one, though.
0: Yeah, uh, so we recently covered a story about the early days of Facebook where Zuckerberg actually did, reportedly, allegedly, (laughs) taunt... His employees with a samurai sword or a katana or something of that nature. So he did study the blade. He did threaten violence against them if they didn't hit their quotas. And that is an alpha move. Yeah. So, yeah, in addition to not watching TV, unless it's, uh, you know, UFC, of course. Yeah. uh, He blamed users for, quote, not being actively engaged in relationship building because they are sitting there consuming stuff. What? 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 (laughs) (laughs) He assumes that the the lack of interaction and, uh, I guess, physical movement will be fixed by the metaverse Mm -hmm. because then... You're not just passively watching a show, you're watching it with other people, I guess. Or you're busy having some other deeply interactive social experience, which again might be cool for some specific types of content, as demonstrated by all of the existing metaverse products that are already out there and have been for years. Yeah. But, you know, not everyone's gonna wanna watch or do things with other people. Some might enjoy a little me time. And, uh, you know, just like with all his other theories about the future, this one relies on the belief that everyone really, really wants to be connected and socially active at all times. Which couldn't be further from the truth,
1: at least like, I don't know, th- the numerous vibe checks that we've done on the, uh, the world uh, over the years. Seems like people do kind of want time to be alone, uh, you know, sporadically.
0: Yeah, people want time for their stories. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, but maybe it's just the headsets though. Maybe that's the thing that is holding everyone back. They're bulky hey, you're looking at someone in it, you're like, that guy has no idea that I'm even here. Uh, Well, Zuckerberg has not only planned for that, but he's also inadvertently reinvented Google Glass. As for the future beyond bulky VR headsets, Zuckerberg says Meta's new VR headset is just one stop on a long roadmap towards a future not dominated by insular headsets, but augmented reality glasses. The goal, Zuckerberg says, is to shrink the headsets to the size of normal eyewear, and for people to interact with the world via augmented reality or digital overlays. Instead of looking at a phone screen for map directions, for instance, your smart glasses will simply draw a line toward the route that you're supposed to take.
0: I mean, that's kind of cool, but
1: this was already being developed by the biggest company on earth yeah, and they were like this yeah this is not
0: and something it, people would uh, use most the most problematically uh, other people didn't like being around people wearing Google Glass they were very hostile to it which is natural it's like I mean people already I think you see this a lot with like public freakouts mm-hmm. you know the second that they notice that the phone is out like people have a natural uh reaction yeah. to just you know get even madder than they already are yeah and if you're walking around essentially just holding <laughs> your phone like this at all times like a lot of people don't like that yeah because you could be recording at any time exactly
1: and facebook already has a product uh sadly through ray-ban uh that uh basically does this is like Sna- snapchat spectacles
0: yeah. 5.0 or
1: something like that
0: but so, uh, yeah i don't know so time magazine's reporting reminds everyone that if an ar dominated world does come to fruition, then meta will have access to a scary amount of footage and real-time data, which they love, gobble, 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 give me that data, Mm, mmm, daddy-like data. (laughs) So every step that you take in public, it would potentially be under surveillance. So when Joe Rogan asked if AR glasses would allow a a creep to record people without their consent, uh, Zuckerberg admitted, uh, yeah, it would be possible, in theory. Uh, he defended the product by saying that whenever a user hits record, a bright red light goes on. And I'm sure there's no way to just short that circuit. Or put a piece of tape over it yeah.
1: so that it's uh, less noticeable. Uh, just the most low-tech possible workarounds. Yeah, But yeah, it's, again, just a, something that doesn't need to exist, first of all. And then second of all, uh, I forget which outlet uh, was talking about it, but in one of the examples that Zuckerberg gave, he was like, you can be... You know, in a business meeting or watching the game with the boys and then a text message from your wife pops up and you can answer it without anyone knowing. And it's like, that is not alpha activity, sir. No. Haven't you been watching, uh, what's his name, the guy whose name I've already forgot? Andrew Tate? Yeah, That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. But in addition to uh, the hopium that he's huffing about metaverse adoption, Zuckerberg also feels some questions about boring old Facebook. That old thing? Yeah, it's still around. Yeah, I guess. And uh, since this is on Joe Rogan's show, he was asked specifically about censorship on the platform. More specifically, he was asked about the company's decision to hide an article about Hunter Biden's laptop. Zuckerberg's response to these questions would result in a statement from the FBI less than a day later. Uh, Where Zuckerberg proved uh, most evasive was when it came to censorship. Rogan questioned Meta's October 2020 decision to prevent users from accessing a story about Hunter Biden because they believed it to be misinformation. Zuckerberg claimed he remembered that Meta did not completely remove the story, only decreased access to it. And then, in what seems to be his standard public relations tactic, he shifted blame to Twitter for completely removing any related articles and the FBI for influencing Meta's decision to suppress the story in the first place. Oddly, he argued that users cannot blame Meta for censoring content because it pays third-party companies to suppress content on Meta platforms. You don't understand. This is someone else's job to suppress all this content. You
0: pay someone else to do it. Yeah. And by pay them, I mean no, it's not a lot.
1: Oh, well, no, the but con- we have no responsibility. The there. content filter people are not paid a lot, but the companies that employ any right. of that They're are paid bank. outrageous amounts of money. They're making bank, as mm-hmm. they
0: should. <laughs> uh, anyway, a day later, the FBI put out a statement clarifying that the agency cannot force Facebook to take something down and that they can only a- alert a private entity of a potential threat. Uh, from an nbc news article in a statement friday night the fbi said it has provided companies with foreign threat indicators to help protect their platforms and customers but that it cannot ask or direct companies to take action on information received the fbi routinely notifies u.s private sector entities including social media providers of potential threat information so that they can decide how to better defend against threats the agency said so While attempting to divert blame to the FBI, everyone's favorite punching bag these days. Yeah,
1: you can just uh, attribute anything to them right now. And it's like, uh, look, the FBI, they're doing some shady stuff. What can I say? You believe me, right?
0: The the Antifa FBI.
1: Yeah, the I in FBI stands for intimidation of all of our critics.
0: Yeah.
1: Federal Bureau of Intimidation.
0: Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. (laughs) But yeah, while trying to uh, divert the blame to them, uh, it was Facebook's decision to deprioritize the article because the company indicated that it fit the pattern of what the FBI had warned about. A meta even put out a response to the FBI statement on Twitter for some reason. Because
1: nobody reads on where, Facebook.
0: So. <laughs> where they clarified further, saying, the FBI shared general warnings about foreign interference. Nothing specific about Hunter Biden. So Okay.
1: Yeah. but Whatever. I- Enough of the boring stuff like privacy nightmares, forced interactions, and the idea that people are actively desiring a metaverse, specifically one built by Zuckerberg. Uh, Let's talk about how the Zuck is shaking off his nerd boy image, his under-fire-from-government-lawmakers image, his over-the-top-sunscreen image. And he's now ready to kick your ass if you talk shit about him. As Bloomberg explains, during his nearly three-hour interview with the comedian and mixed martial arts commentator, Zuckerberg, the classics geek and coding prodigy, presented himself improbably as a combat sports-obsessed gym rat. He referred to himself as a three-sport varsity athlete, proclaimed a newfound love of jiu-jitsu, he'd hired one of Rogan's friends as his coach, and, sounding not at all like a billionaire who'd adopted a hobby to impress a talk radio host, said that among his favorite pastimes was, just wrestling around with friends, it's awesome, Okay. Look, he's got a bunch of friends. I that saw a video definitely of him sparring, not paid. and
0: like, he looks like he knows what he's doing.
1: Yeah, well, he's... I
0: mean, look, if, if I, I had billions
1: ahead. of dollars, I would hire a MMA yeah,
0: instructor as well. That's the thing. It's like he can afford to hire literally the best person. Like, it's the same thing with the surfing. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's also like, yeah, you, cool, can, you can take lessons uh, in your local community, but it's like the difference between getting a lesson from like, the best in the world. And then a guy who's just sitting there like reading and being like, yeah, yeah. hit that. All right, you feel good? You feel like you did a workout? It's like,
0: it's like how actors get like in incredible shape and like learn new skills yeah. in just a, a matter of months. Yeah. It's because they can.
1: But this is also funny because like on, it, in the same uh, conversation it was like, you know, people are mean on the internet. I wake up every morning depressed. And the only way to cure my depression is to go like kite surfing. And uh, MMA training with
0: my friends. Yeah. Just get on the ground, roll around.
1: I just, I do love the image of just like, everyone's mean to me. I'm going to go kite surfing in Hawaii. Why doesn't everyone just go kite surfing in the morning? It, it honestly makes your day so much better.
0: It's actually not kite surfing. It is uh motorized uh, hydrofoils, oh, hydrofoils. So yeah, surfboard. Yeah. No yeah. kite necessary.
1: Okay. Sorry. Don't beat my ass, Mark Zuckerberg. I'm I, sorry. And
0: I think he might've switched to regular surfing, but he does that thing where like, he has, a, he has his team like drive a big fucking boat and create wakes for him to ride it. It's just like, yeah, another rich guy thing. (laughs) It's like, cool, yeah, you did it, Mark. I create the waves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Vice's reporting adds that, quote, Zuckerberg, whose company has been blamed for enabling genocide in Myanmar because it did not bother to hire moderators who speak Burmese, for example, added that one of his life's biggest regrets is competing on the fencing team in high school rather than wrestling. (laughs) What a paragraph. <laughs> I have just, just,
1: all of the things that I could be like, you know, my biggest regret. It was that damn fencing team.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zuckerberg told Rogan, after an hour or two of working out or rolling or wrestling with friends or training with different folks, it's like you're ready to solve all the problems for the day.
1: Again, what a way to clear your head with dozens of employees surrounding you, teaching you the best yeah. methods for anything you want to know about.
0: Doing that, like, uh, like the Steven Seagal uh, like demos, where he just has like his minions like mm-hmm. just run into his fist. Yeah, and he like, just like fly. barely <laughs> touches them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Ugh. full Ugh. choreographed <laughs> fights. <laughs> I fucking love shit. But
1: show. no, in all seriousness, the video
0: he put up, it's yeah, like, yeah, no, he looks like he knows obviously, what he's doing. Yes,
1: and he's in great shape.
0: Yeah, if mm-hmm. you had unlimited money, you could probably get pretty good at MMA the pretty quickly. Only
1: thing he needs to do is literally take some hair gel and pull up the Caesar thing until it's like a faux hawk.
0: Yeah, and he's like Dark Zuckerberg. You know what? He should. This man should fight Jake Paul. I think that the way things are going, the only logical scenario is if Mark Zuckerberg fights Jake Paul live on pay per view. I think that's a look. And the only place you can watch it is on Facebook. So better log back in, buddy. This is on Facebook Live. Facebook.gg. It's
1: the only place you can watch it. Yeah. And it would be the most viewed live event probably
0: ever. Because Jake Paul would probably kick his ass. Jake Paul is like apparently legitimately good at fighting. Well, he hasn't fought any, like, uh, you know. Yeah. He hasn't. Someone that isn't. It's actually none of it has
1: been competitive. It's all exhibitions, right? Right. So,
0: but, like, actual people who care about these things, are like, you know, he looks pretty good out there. Yeah. He, he, he's not just doing this for fun.
1: And the other thing is that, like, you know, if Zuckerberg hate watches this show, he's hearing us say that Jake Paul is better than him. And he should, what he are you should gonna do take about that to more?
0: heart. Yeah. and are you going to settle for second best? I don't know. I don't think he should. So, I mean, yeah, also, uh, you know, Zuck might be too busy. He might be too busy because yeah. uh, according to your your favorite president and mine, <laughs> Donald Trump, uh, he and Zuckerberg have been having in-house meetings in the White House as recently as last week. Wait, what? Don't even
1: act confused, Elliot. This is all part of the plan. Yeah, I kept the little
0: backdoor key. <laughs>
1: Uh, Joe Biden was in Pennsylvania giving to a, a speech, and there's me and a, Zuck snuck in. There's a
0: supply closet down in the tunnel areas that they, they haven't. No one goes down there often, you know. I, I turned it in my own little office. Look, I was here
1: returning some
0: documents. I thought, hey, why not take I the, was old, in the neighborhood?
1: Why not take the old desk for a spin? So yes, it is time to check in on Donald Trump because, despite his numerous legal battles, his confusion about why people are so mean, <laughs> and his faltering support among some Republicans. Among some, he is still attempting to become the next and final president of these (laughs) United States. After a noticeable absence from public rallies in the days since the FBI searched his home in Florida, Trump was back on the political scene this past weekend, taking over an event that was supposed to be an endorsement for Senate candidate and crudité enjoyer, Dr. Oz.
0: Yeah, a real man of the people, that guy.
1: And instead of it being just like a endorsement thing, uh, he he turned it into a full-blown Trump rally with a speech that lasted two hours and dwarfed.
0: Oh, Oh, by the way, yeah, vote for Dr. Oz, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyways, he also seemed to take any argument away from pundits who had just spent the previous 24 hours complaining that Biden's speech was not only dangerous and divisive, but that he looked like Hitler because the background was red. The background was red, guys.
0: This is the most fucked up thing that's ever happened in this country. Don't
1: no, you understand? This is horrific. No
0: president has ever been this divisive. He's got the red. There's some Marines off in the distance out of focus. I mean, I, I just just have I have to pull up this tweet because it was like,
1: it's so... Like, it's such a Jacob Wall thing from this poster on Twitter. I have three Democrat neighbors who showed up at my house tonight and were apologizing for Biden's speech. I was taken back by their sincerity. They were truly appalled and disappointed. Said they would have never voted for such a man had they known.
0: That didn't happen.
1: No, it didn't. Anyways, uh, side note here, it is really rich that conservatives pounced on Biden, sorry, Brandon, for daring to call out the MAGA folks for being semi-fascist when Trump has literally done the same thing the opposite way.
2: Destroy our second amendment attack, the right to life and replace American freedom with left wing fascism. Left wing, we're going left wing all the way. Fascists, they are fascists.
0: Yeah, there's always a clip.
1: Yes, there is. And there used to be always a tweet. Now there's just screenshots.
0: Yeah, and while the Trump speech was filled with complaints of partisan attacks and a roadmap for America that should legitimately terrify people, Uh, Let's start with the Zuckerberg mention, because it's at least somewhat funny for several reasons. Most notably, the fact that Trump hasn't been in the White House in well over a year, obviously. (laughs) Uh, At least to our knowledge. Uh, Here's Insider with more on that. At a Pennsylvania rally supporting Senate candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz and gubernatorial candidate Doug Mastriano, the first since the FBI searched his Mar-a-Lago residence, Trump briefly fixated on the chief executive of Facebook's parent company. Last week, the weirdo, he's a weirdo. Mark Zuckerberg came to the White House, kissed my ass all night.
2: Last week, weirdo, he's a weirdo. Mark Zuckerberg came to the White House, kissed my ass. Kissed my ass, sir, I'd love to have dinner. Sir, I'd love to have dinner. I'd love to bring my lovely wife. All right, Mark, come on in. Sir, you're number one on Facebook. I'd like to congratulate you. Oh, thank you very much, Mark, I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, so that, yeah, that entire section of the rally was in response to revelations on Joe Rogan's podcast, which gave Trump some alleged FBI malfeasance to throw on the fire. Of course, as we just indicated a moment ago, both the FBI and Meta confirmed there was no order to do anything, but Yeah, he he just he set up a fake scenario,
1: uh much like the poster on Twitter. It yeah. was like all my neighbors came over, they were so sorry. He made up a scenario where just last week, he's in the Oval Office, Mark Zuckerberg comes in, he gets down on his knees, which Trump loves when important people get down on their knees in front of him. And he begged, he said, sir, please post more on our platform. You don't understand. You don't understand what the FBI did with the Hunter Biden story. Mm -hmm. But uh, we'll get to the more alarming quotes from Trump in just a second. We do have to take a quick second to thank today's sponsor for supporting the show. So sorry, little ad break here. Uh, This one is for the gamers, though, because today's episode brought to you by Backbone. What's holding you back from the ultimate gaming experience? Is it the hundreds of dollars it costs for your setup or are you too busy? Are you on the go? Are you that type of person with only minutes to spare? Well, level up your game with Backbone, the universal gaming essential that instantly enhances your gaming experience on mobile. Backbone just released a PlayStation edition of their beloved Backbone One, that's this right here. Uh, The officially licensed controller for PlayStation was brought to life in collaboration with the PlayStation design team and it plays even better than it looks. And we should note, uh, you aren't forced to just play PlayStation titles with this adapter. You can, you can play anything that you have access to, just like you would at home. And with game streaming from companies like Sony and others and the backbone right here, playing current, even next-gen games on the go is very, very seamless. Obviously, you could also enhance any of the modern mobile-only games with a familiar way to control them as well. Uh, Minecraft, Apex Legends Mobile, COD Mobile, Genshin Impact, and anything you want to stream on PS Remote Play or other platforms.
0: So go to playbackbone.com slash daily now to order your Backbone for a limited time and get free access to over 350 console games and perks. Backbone is now the official partner of Diablo Immortal. Not only is the game specifically optimized for Backbone, but you will also receive $10 of in-game perks. Find your next adventure at playbackbone.com slash daily.
1: Thanks for sponsoring the show. Uh, Now, back into the news. And like we said, the comments about Zuckerberg and Facebook were far from the more dangerous rhetoric found elsewhere in his two hour speech. Uh, He called the current president an enemy of the state.
2: As threats to democracy and as enemies of the state, you're all enemies of the state. He's an enemy of the state. You wanna know the truth? The enemy of the state is him and the group that control him which is circling around him. Do this, do that, Joe. You're gonna do this, Joe, right? and
1: without a shred of irony, exclaimed that Biden's speech just days earlier was, quote, the most vicious, hateful, and divisive speech ever delivered by an American president. Oh my God. While also labeling the FBI and Department of Justice as, quote, vicious monsters, and adding that, quote, it was not just my home that was raided last month, it was the hopes and dreams of every citizen who I've been fighting for. I feel like my heart just got raided. Yeah, well, Biden is, he is, Rating your dreams. Yeah. The dreams of all
0: of the Americans out there. I see him at night in the corner. He's my sleep paralysis ghost. With Dark, his, Dark Brandon is thing. the
1: best sleep paralysis ghost. I love that, That the idea hey that
0: there, that's Mac. actually true. Hey there, Mac. You better not be dreaming about any malarkey.
1: <laughs> oh no, he's on my chest again. I can't get up. Baron. It's Dark Brandon again. Baron. Uh, I did, I did, there was a great meme over the weekend that was like now that, uh, you know, Biden has embraced the dark Brandon side of things. He needs to bring Major back to the White House. The yeah.
2: dog
0: that was biting people, <laughs> he's just got <laughs> it on a chain, and it's like
1: <laughs>
2: rawr, rawr. <laughs> just,
0: just foaming at the mouth. Release the dark Major. <laughs> 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 Ugh. Yeah, so that, yeah, he should do that.
1: Yeah, but while a great deal of time <laughs> was spent arguing over the result of an election from two years ago, Trump also focused on one of his exciting new policy positions, one that he's been testing the waters with up until this point. Even while he was president, uh, mentioning it, yeah. uh, maybe I'm joking, maybe I'm not. My buddy Rodrigo, he's got some great ideas. <laughs> but now it seems like he is full on with this idea. Uh, so that idea being rapidly executing all
2: drug dealers. I'm calling for the death penalty for drug dealers, which will upon its passage, reduce drug distribution in our country on day one by 75%.
0: But yeah, as a proof of concept for his theory of just executing citizens for technically nonviolent crime, uh, he pointed out how great of a job Chinese President Xi Jinping has done. Trump looked at all of the executed prisoners and basically said to Xi, You drop this king. (laughs) Uh, Here's the quote, which he made while also praising Russian President Vladimir Putin.
2: There's nobody that could play the role in Hollywood. All of Hollywood, nobody can play the role of President Xi of China. Nobody could play the role. He's a fierce person. Putin, fierce, is smart. You know, a lot of times I'll say somebody's smart and the fake news will go, he called President Xi smart. He rules with an iron fist, 1.5 billion people. Yeah, I'd say he's smart. Wouldn't you say he's smart? So I'm with President Xi, and I got along with him very well. I mean, once COVID came, it was just so, but we made a great trade deal with him, helped our farmers, helped our manufacturers, but I'm with him. And I really had a great relationship with him. And then I asked him a question. I said, uh, President, He's president for life, by the way. So I call him King. I say, King. He said, but I am not King. I said, you are to me. You're president for life. It's the same thing.
1: What the fuck? He's on some King shit right now. Mm. Yeah, he literally was like, oh, King, King Xi Zixing, Jinping, uh, please tell me how, how you deal with uh, the drug problems.
0: Also, aren't we supposed to like hate China? What the fuck is happening? It's very strange.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you would assume that this would be cancerous to any political... Uh, yeah, as aspirations in America.
0: I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. like the national outlook on China from both parties is, uh, you know, it lack it lacks nuance. But like this, I feel like if the if this guy's fans weren't just able to change their mind about a topic the second he says something, yeah. like they'd be like, wait, what the fuck is he doing? He's praising the dictator of uh, China. Yeah, that's, so, uh, Yeah, but sure, okay. We love President Xi, don't we folks?
2: He's a king. But I said, President, could I ask you a very simple question? Do you have a drug problem? He looked at me like, what's wrong with that? No, of course not. He goes, no, no. He's like, what the hell stupid question is that? No. I said, you don't have a drug problem with 1.5 billion people. So President, President, You don't have a drug problem. But why, but why don't you have a drug problem? Uh, We have quick trial. I said, what is a quick trial? We immediately catch the drug dealer. We give him quick trial. And if he is guilty, which I would say probably they're batting. Would you say, Oz, would you say they're about batting 100 percent or only 99? If the drug dealer is guilty. He is immediately executed. So we have no drug problem in China. And they have other countries like that too, Singapore, other countries. And if you do that, you know, I've told this, and it's a hard thing to say because calling for the death penalty is tough, but think of it.
1: Wow. Uh, Yes, sir, we are thinking, and I don't like it one bit. Even even in his uh, just nonsense brain, where he's like, you know, uh, yeah, they're probably guilty. Maybe ninety-nine percent. It's like one out of a hundred people being executed by the state of and being completely innocent.
0: Also, under our current like drug laws, like past a certain threshold, even if it is all for personal use, it just gets listed as like, yeah drug dealing. Yeah, uh, it's it's insane. Um, and, and still technically based on federal law, like anyone working at a marijuana dispensary would be eligible for the yeah, death penalty. Like, this
1: is fucking stupid. It, drugs that run the gamut, all drugs, yeah. uh, fucking weed, shrooms, uh, whatever. Like you're caught selling that, distributing it, uh, in some cases, probably just in possession of it. And they want to say that you're selling it. I mean, this is literally an excuse to execute whoever you want, because it is that easy for yeah. Any, uh, we already
0: saw this. the yeah, Philippines.
1: You can plant drugs on people, or you can claim that your neighbors or whoever yeah. are fucking selling, and then it's like, here comes Judge Dredd. Yeah. All right, streets are clean, no drug problem. But uh, yeah, it really seems as though uh, Mr. Trump here is not only leaning into all of the shit that Biden said about him, but just taking it a, a few steps further right out of the gate.
0: Yeah, he's. Uh, I'll
1: show you fascism.
0: Kind of, kind of proving Brandon right here. Immediately after yeah.
1: Brandon's speech. It's a bold it's very,
0: year. very mean of him to call me fascist, but here's some fascist stuff I've been thinking about. Let me know what you think. I'm just testing the waters here. Yeah.
1: This is I'm just testing out
0: material. But yeah, never underestimate this guy. I mean, we learned our lesson. He will bend laws and reality and anything to get his way. And despite the government already screening the classified documents obtained during a search of Mar-a-Lago and identifying and then returning anything that would fall under attorney-client privilege, uh, Trump has been granted his request for a special master to review the materials that were seized and decide on their own what materials should be removed from the investigation. Uh, This order, of course, came from a Trump-appointed federal judge in South Florida, who will also be appointing the special master. Mm -hmm. Here's NPR with more on this latest update. U.S. District Judge Eileen Cannon has granted former President Donald Trump's request for a special master to review documents seized by the FBI from Mar-a-Lago last month, temporarily stopping federal prosecutors from using those documents in their investigation into obstruction and mishandling of government secrets. Cannon, a Trump appointee, cited in her order on Monday the need to ensure the appearance of fairness and integrity under the extraordinary circumstances presented.
1: So it continues, the judge also ordered the government to cease any review or use of the materials for its criminal investigation until the special master review is completed. But Cannon said the intelligence community may continue its review to determine potential national security risks from the classified material being kept outside of a secure government facility. Legal experts have told NPR that requesting a special master is another attempt from Trump to undermine the work of the Justice Department and question their integrity. But others have argued that it will just be another procedural loophole the department has to go through during their investigation into the documents. But no, it's like, it's definitely more the first. It's just like, he wants to A, delay, Mm -hmm. B, potentially get even one or two things, hopefully more, thrown out, and C, uh, just throw more confusion onto the whole process yeah. by finding, like, not even finding anything, but being able to manipulate something that he thinks shouldn't be included and then using that to be like, well, look at that, they're really giving me a hard ride. You know, they, they're doing it to your favorite president and soon they'll do it to Very you. Very unfair. Mm-hmm. Though, with the approval of this review, more information about what the FBI found during their search was revealed. And at this point, it shouldn't be shocking to anyone that Trump would store and hide sensitive material in such a haphazardly way. It's still pretty crazy to see the details of how things were found. Uh, We saw the picture last week. Uh, Trump was like, that's not how they found it. I actually hid it better than that, essentially. Uh, And uh, yeah, there, Based on this report, there's also files where classified documents seem to be missing from.
0: Uh, yeah. I just like I didn't take the files. I just like the folders are cool. You they look the design is nice. You can't get nice. these in office, Max. No,
1: they're very cool. It's a cool folder. Here's the New York Times with that.
0: Way cooler than a Trapper Keeper. <laughs> the FBI's search of former President Donald J. Trump's Florida club and residence last month turned up 48 empty folders marked as containing classified information. A newly disclosed court filing shows, raising the question of whether the government had fully recovered the documents or any remain missing. Along with the empty folders with classified markings, the FBI discovered 40 more empty folders that said they contained sensitive documents the user should return to staff secretary slash military aid, according to the inventory. It also said that agents found seven documents marked as top secret in Mr. Trump's office and 11 more in a storage room. The inventory also sheds further light on how documents marked as classified were stored haphazardly mixed with everyday items. Among the items found in one box, 30 news clippings dated from 2008 to 2019, three articles of clothing or gift items, One book, 11 documents, (laughs) 11 (laughs) government documents marked as confidential, 21 marked as secret, and 255 government documents or photographs with no classification markings. The inventory listed seven batches of materials taken by the FBI from Mr. Trump's personal office at Mar-a-Lago that contained government-owned documents and photographs, some marked with classification levels up to top secret, and some that were not marked as classified. The list also included batches of government records that had been in 26 boxes or containers in a storage room at the compound. So, yeah, uh, not just a few folders or documents that might have accidentally been mixed in with the other things when when moving. Yeah. Seems oh. more serious and intentional than that. Oh, butterfingers. Uh, some of the ah. documents have fallen into my personal life. Well, yeah. I've got to be out of here, so... I'm
1: taking the tunnel. Weirdos Mark Zuckerberg's going to meet me down in the tunnel. And we're going to head down to Florida. Uh, anyways, let's check in on the UK real quick. Uh, we said last week, we're like, hey, what's going on over there with Boris Johnson? Well... Uh, reality heard our cries, and as it normally does, it answered. Uh, their leadership has changed. There's obviously going to be a new person replacing Boris Johnson, and uh, they finally figured it out, those Brits. Here is uh, the woman that will be replacing Prime Minister Boris Johnson. In December, I'll be in Beijing, opening up new pork markets. Ah, uh, yes, there's that classic British charm. Good luck over there. Also, she, was, uh, she wasn't she was pro-Brexit initially, but after uh, it was voted in, she was like, yeah, of course I was,
0: I was as an idiot to think that Brexit wouldn't work. I've always, always loved this Brexit thing. Mm-hmm. We love it. We love it, especially what it's doing to our country right now. Hey,
1: look around, folks. The, Is life better than it was? The after
0: effects of this Brexit thing have been real great. Yeah. Just, you know, use candles.
1: Yeah, it'll be fine. Use,
0: a, use an extra blanket.
1: Also, although I do like the, the specifically choosing politicians based on who can play them on American comedy shows. So uh, she looks like dead ringer for Amy Poehler or like Rachel, Rachel Dratch. So, uh, you know, good work for them. Special appearances. Sure. Yeah.
0: Anyway, finally, we should do our part in uh, debunking a video that went viral for s- stupid fucking reasons over the weekend. It claims to show Marjorie Taylor Greene auditioning for American Idol many, many years ago, season one, which I believe was 20 years ago. It was like 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, but doing it under uh, a, a fake stage name, it's not fucking her. The video is no. goofy as hell. Yeah. And the woman does, you know, bear. A resemblance to Marjorie Taylor Greene, but this has been debunked in the most efficient way possible. The company who airs American Idol verified that the former contestant is not MTG and is a very real woman from California who you're all being mean to in your quest to be mean to someone you have reasons not to like. Yeah, It's It's kind of fucked up. (laughs)
1: Leave this woman alone. Not Marjorie Taylor Greene, but the
0: actual normal person. Yeah. Also, MTG would have been too old to audition for American Idol when season... This season aired 20 years ago. I think the cutoff was like 24 or something, and she was 26, 27. Yeah, there's plenty of things about this woman to laugh at. The without making shit up. Yes. Come on. Yes. And it was real annoying. Like uh, at least I think it started on Reddit, but the the main account passing it around on Twitter was just like told repeatedly, like no, it's not. And he's just like oh, you Trump loving is like everyone criticizing him was like on the left and it was just like oh, you're. You, your favorite uh, congresswoman, MTG, you, you got to, you know, got a simp for her. And it's like, no, just don't lie. It's it's not helpful. <laughs> Spreading misinformation is not helpful.
1: No, you don't understand. The post is doing numbers. It doesn't matter if it's true.
0: Yeah. I mean, I it's think they, doing numbers. I think this person did like a day later come back and be like, okay, well, we figured it out. But like, it's still funny. <laughs> we and, figured like, it out. And like, yeah, the post is still up. It's like, come on.
1: Yeah, because it's doing fucking numbers, fucking baby. Clout, baby. Uh, Anyways, that's it for uh, this week's first episode of uh, our show. Please stay tuned for more. Of course, if you haven't already, make sure you check out our most recent episodes. We have uh, Weekly Weird News and a new news dump over there for you to check out. I hope you had a uh, decent holiday weekend. Big surprise, Artemis 1 didn't launch again. Scrubbed again. Who knows when it's going to happen, but Kamala Harris is banking those airline miles. She's going to be a Platinum Rewards member in no time. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, we'll keep you up to date on when that thing finally goes up. But in the meantime, please watch our videos over here. Subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, leave a comment, and we'll see you soon.
0: I'm going to go back into my refrigerator now.
1: Bye.